<laughs> I'm like, no, did the internet not want to hear Kanye? There's <laughs> one more clip I want to let you guys hear before we get into the the depth of this conversation. Kanye basically, you know, part of his TMZ interview, you know, he turns to everyone and he starts to let them know how really drugged out he was around that time. And the reason for him being drugged out is because we'll let him tell. <laughs> we'll let him tell you guys. I was drugged the fuck out, bro. I was drugged out. I was on opioids. Two days after I got off of opioids, and I was addicted to opioids, two days I got off of opioids, I'm, I'm in the hospital, right? I'm taking two. Hey, everyone listen to this, please. Two days before I was in the hospital, I was on opioids. I was addicted to opioids. I had plastic surgery because I was trying to look good for y'all. I got liposuction because I didn't want y'all to call me fat like y'all called Rob at the wedding and made him fly home before me and Kim got married. I didn't want y'all to call me fat, so I got liposuction, right? And they gave me opioids, right? And I started taking two of them and then driving to work on the opioids, right? Then my boy, and I'd always ask my boy, uh, you know, to, to hand me if it's, uh, you know, we on tour, give me some weed, blah, blah, blah. So he had to go give me the opioids. And there was talks amongst my camp, like, yay's popping, yay's popping pills, right? So when he handed to me, this to me, he said, you know this is used to kill genius, right? So I didn't take it. Two days later, I'm in the hospital. I was taking two pills a day at that time. When I left the hospital, how many pills you think I was given? Seven. I went from taking two pills to taking seven. So the reason why I did not, why I dropped those tweets and everything, because I was drugged the fuck out, bro. And I'm not drugged out. This, these pills that they want me to take three of a day, I take one a week, maybe, two a week. Y'all had me scared of myself, of my vision. So I took some pills so I wouldn't go to the hospital and prove everyone right. We are drugged out. We are following other people's opinions. We are controlled by the media. And today it all changes. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so what do, what are your thoughts, creator? Wait, was this before the Charlemagne or after? This was TMZ's interview. So he put, he did a whole separate interview with Charlemagne, which I felt like that should have been magnified, but they have just diminished everything that he's been saying and sharing. They've diminished it and make him look like a crazy man because he made that one statement, which is what I'm really, I guess my whole point is really addressing is what he just said. There is like, we are all drugged the fuck out and we are following other people's opinions. And it's so true. And, and, and I say drugged out, I'm talking about food as well. Because you know why? They're doing things genetically. They're modifying our foods. They're doing stuff to the animals. They're fucking with the water. There's a lot of things happening. You know what I mean? But people want to focus on that one sentence. How do you feel about that, Stai? Well, Jesus. Heavy. I know. Dude, all right, all right. Drop another another tweet for 
pour me a little verbal tweet into the conversation so I could stimulate that other part of my brain right quick. What tweet? Or- <laughs> oh, in statement, because statements are pretty much what tweets are. So what I'm trying to ask and what I want to know what your opinion is, is that are we making too big of a deal in the slavery statement? And are we not paying attention to all of the other awesome information that he was giving? Like his Charlemagne interview, he was really giving us insight into how he felt about life, about music, about the industry, about, you know, what happened to his wife, what happened in his relationship with Jay-Z and, and feeling that uh, those different tensions. I feel like all of that got lost because he makes this one statement. What do you think, creative? I feel like, for real, this shouldn't even be an issue. Exactly. Like, it's, it's one man. Like, how does one, one man have all this power? Exactly. <laughs> like, the song, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's like, why is the world on pause? Because he gave his opinion. Why is it a problem that he has the kind of opinion that he has? Well, I mean, people might hate me for this, but I already said this years ago. Like, Kanye is like, he's that, that, in a, all right, we know that from generations to generation, like, we come from very barbaric times. Not saying that we were Neanderthals and all that stuff, although grafting does explain a lot, but it's saying that we're in such sensitive times because mankind seems like they've been in this fight to get out of all this violence and mm-hmm. anger and aggression and get to a place where they could just chill. In <laughs> in for for what it is, I feel like Kanye is like that new age Tupac because for this new age generation. Be- not to say that, you know, not to take away from Pac because these are people who actually died for it and actually yeah. spoke truth, but also had the the defense to back it up and did not depend on other corporations or entities. It was all like that self-made, we need independence for our community. Kanye West is not necessarily talking about the community. And when he does talk about it, it's more so Chicago based. And even that is still small. Hmm. So from my opinion, I'm just like, he is that for which in these times it works because we're in sensitive times. We're in times where the cognitive thinking is breaking through right now in the human state, but they have no impression and you need leaders to, to open those gateways. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a gateway drug to whatever the next thing is with that. And then I asked the question, why are we still not to like, why are we so offended by that slavery bit? Is it because the shit doesn't exist and he shouldn't open his mouth? Or is it because it still exists and we don't have answers and all we could do is be mad at him because he's the one who took the shine on it? I think about things like that. No, it's very true. I think if anybody else said it, people probably wouldn't care. I'm sure he's not the first person to say something ridiculous and and he won't be the last. Also, what they don't tell you is that it's like, all right, when you're talking slavery, then you got to also break down who are the slaves. You got to break down who are the tribes. You can't just say, oh, they took a bunch of black people. 
Mm-hmm. Because we all know that the 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 planet was more populated with melanated beings in in its like original phase before it really developed into all these different species. The mongo the is it mongoloid or yeah mongoloid the, mm-hmm. the caucasoid and then you have the negroid, mm-hmm. which I remember last week we was talking about you know the n word and that's why I no longer am offended by it because mm-hmm. negroid was actually endearing and it was empowering because it's a part of our species. Not mm-hmm. something to feel ashamed about, but what the Europeans did to make us, because they're psychological, they wanted to break us down psychologically. And they still are breaking us down by still giving us, they're still feeding melanated people their history. Mm-hmm. Melanated people have not stopped to think, let's go and see where our skin, our, our, our complexion, where our pigment comes from. Let's go and see what, and, and see everyone who's showing us our history is not of us. Well, in a sense of, in that, that spectrum of species, it's everybody else who's curious about where we come from, who's showing us everything that we watch on ourselves because uh-huh. we get caught up in the material world where they get caught up in the exploration mm-hmm. and, and the historic findings to show. But wouldn't you say that they have that luxury because he that has the gold makes the rules and black people weren't even given that opportunity? But that's the funny part about it is I used to contemplate on that very thought. But then at the end of the day, it goes from what does it boil down to survival of the fittest? When you look at animals, not to compare ourselves to animals, but we are still on the pyramid chain. Yeah. And it's like... What is it in us that makes us not want to fend for ourselves? That makes us like the movie Fight Club, how uh, Tyler Durden yes. gave all his people like tasks to go out and start trouble with random strangers. Mayhem, and it showed yeah. the American concept, how the pimpers are out there bitch slapping people constantly and nobody wants to fight. And then mm-hmm. in the movie, it finally showed like a preacher that actually said, fuck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and <laughs> after one of the guys was still ran because even him to desensitize his carnal nature. Mm-hmm. So then that actually redirects my attention to say who has the carnal nature and why did it cause 400 years of slavery? Hmm. Like, I can't even get mad at statements like, that everybody's like I'm on Facebook and people are mad at Kanye. Yeah. Like how how can I be mad when the outcome is just people mad and go move on to the next thing to be mad at? We ain't we don't do nothing to change anything. Yeah. Man. I agree. It's crazy. It's like it's just like we're stuck in this like we're in the matrix really. Yes. We really are in the matrix and He's causing a stir in the system and people are kind of like, let's go back to our regular lives where we complain about this shit in silent. Trying to fuck everybody. Right. <laughs> Kanye is kind of like, listen, world, this is what I've been learning. Like, that's the one statement that I love. He's what he said to Charlemagne in the interview. Charlemagne says, you've been quiet for a whole year. What have you been up to? He's like, I've been quiet because I had nothing to say. I had a lot to learn. So it's like he's letting you know in one breath, like, listen, you people 
think you know, but you have no idea. And it's funny because even in that statement you just said, like he didn't have anything to say. He had much to learn. Mm-hmm. Is that everybody nowadays, just because they have a device, they feel so um, empowered. Em- is it empowered or what's that other one that we say like when entitled entitled everyone feels entitled to an opinion because Mm -hmm. everyone at the end of the day comes from a pimper's paradise and and even if you're in a fucking home with with both parents there's still division because you are divided by your home and the outside world constantly Hmm. so it's like that that's that's the bottom line it's just like it's it's Everyone's opinionated, but no one really wants to do the research to to understand, you know, and there's a lot of people like I have, uh, you know, followers and stuff like that. People I connect with online uh, via Twitter because I am avid on Twitter where they are like people like Isaiah Washington and stuff who are who are trying to empower their platforms and, and give them books to read and give people, you know, uh, uh, ideas that aren't necessarily popular, but has to do with readings. But see, it takes a certain popularity for people to listen. It takes a certain crazy and out, outlandish, like someone with no filter. And Kanye is perfect for no filters, even though, you know, he has to go through his uh, <laughs> moments. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just know that it was needed. Mm-hmm. Kanye, the conversation. Was, he was needed. Why? Because he saved Twitter like Trump did once again, <laughs> and and he repopularized Trump without even talking about him. Which exactly up, he brought him back up because really look at it. The first year of Trump was like hectic. Everyone's like, ah. Second year, everybody's already conditioned. So mm-hmm. no one's really talking about him. You just see him in the news and you're like, oh, that's Trump. You keep going. Oh, people are talking about him. But but not as much as the first year. The first year was yeah. such a shock mm-hmm. that now it's like everyone got the, the electro shock therapy, you know, and mm-hmm. now they're conditioned to just accept it because they are too caught up in dreams. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you kind of do have to sacrifice your dreams if you really want the real truth. Wow. From my opinion. Mm-hmm. I like uh, the part when he, talk, when he talked about Jay-Z not coming to his wedding. Yes. Yeah. What do you think about that? And it was like when he was talking about when Char- Charlamagne asked him, so did you ask him why he didn't come? And he was like, <laughs> Nah, and it's like it's like people like not just celebrities like people in general why don't we just ask the simple questions like people will assume and hold grudges but never ask the question to get the right get the answer so true yeah that's real but what would that conversation really look like like well, yo jay why you ain't come to my wedding <laughs> but but yo he like when they talk, when they talk about each other in interviews, they always call each other brothers, and they exactly. love each other. So I feel like, like I don't even know y'all, but I feel like I can ask you, like if I got a question, just ask it. Mm-hmm. Watch, I wouldn't be surprised if they announced another Watch the Throne, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because at the end of the day, to me, I feel like it's all building people up. Because every interview, every 
picture, everything is like, okay, this is a breadcrumb to what we're going to be doing soon. It's all intentional. It's all intentional. You have, and that's the problem right now that I see that the disconnect, where the disconnect lies to me is that the, the, the media is more intentional than the actual mm. uh, society. Society just wings things because we're still trying to figure out the answers. The media already took all the answers and kept it for themselves. And then they force feed us parts and and certain truths that they want us to know just so that we don't uh, take over our government. <laughs> that's what, but he was like, everything, every all the information that you have, everything you've been given has been given to somebody else's information. And you're uh-huh. adopting it. And it's just kind of like, man, people, I wish that we could really be better. But the whole Jay-Z situation... Um. Wow. Watch Watch the Throne too coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> plug plug. Um, I like the fact that he got very very vocal about how the robbery affected him. He wasn't that vocal. Yes, he wasn't. He wasn't. And I'm not a. I'm not trying to offend him or say anything like. I, I honestly, when it comes to that interview, when it comes to his wife, they just they blew by Cart Kim. They blew by. They kind of did, but that, they they put more attention on his creativity, on his influences, mm-hmm. on his mental breakdown, on his addiction. The robbery was just. Yeah, you know something to bring up just to give the shine to Kim. You know, like let me get my baby in this interview and keep. But no, because you know he had the breakdown right after she had got robbed. So I'm like, the breakdown. He but he already said that the breakdown was something that was long, mm-hmm. like it was overdue. It's true. I it remember when I had my overdue. my nervous breakdown. When a man mm. who isn't that fat has to go get liposuction. And then tell the public that I did it for you guys. Because I, I didn't want you to call me fat. That shows you that's he broke that barrier. I love that he did that. He mm-hmm. is he is theater. He is an artist because he was like, fuck this. I'm letting you guys know. You guys don't even see what I see, but I'm gonna pull you in little by little. I'm breaking the barrier and say, yes, because you guys are so fucked up as human beings, you guys made so much fucking fun of Rob and everybody else you guys want to make fun of and make hashtags of and shit. They mm. even got Kanye licking Trump's nipple in a little, like, digital I saw graphic. that. I saw it's that. It's hilarious. It's like, <laughs> because you guys put so much pressure on my self-esteem, I went and did this because I wanted to keep and maintain my self-esteem because you guys can crush. That shows how powerful society is. Hmm. But they're more powerful in their opinion because they're docile now. And... 400 years of slavery caused that. They had to break they had to break black people down first cuz black people are stronger. And you know you rich when you uh can get lipo and then just get back fat. Yo, right? Yeah, I was I was thinking that too. I was like, man, if he got liposuction, like what hey, made him A hey, creative, you think he 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 was like Hey, hey, Kim, oh, 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 can your doctor give me a quick light bulb right <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she got all would the connections. Do, would you ever do lipo, stylist? No. Creative, would you ever do lipo? No, I'm too scared. I thought about it. I can't lie. First off, no pain, no gain. 
beauty. This pain after lipo. First, yeah, and he took opioids to ease the pain, and he became yeah. slightly addicted. So you got to really, everything's a fucking gateway because we live in yeah. dimension. So it's like, come on now, lipo, really? Just fucking go get up and walk, or or don't eat that piece of bread that day. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. Like it, that's all it is. The body is trained. We have to train our bodies and not let corporations train our bodies. Well, yeah, but I think what he was saying was that the pressure to to have this image of perfection is put on us for no reason. But nobody raised the question, what were you eating, Kanye? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye West, why did you why didn't you eat the right food so that you wouldn't have to get lipo? Is that you know, what you're saying? Yeah, it's just like, come on now. Why aren't you, at the same time, you could have empowered a generation by saying, I thought about getting lipo because the fans were coming at me and I, I felt the pressure. However, I found uh, alternative mm-hmm. things. Like I started, I started eating less meat during the week or you know he could have even took that moment to introduce a new diet plan that he could empower somebody trying to get out of those moments but everybody in the kardashian seems like they kind of well no no because they go to the gym but they still do surgery so it's Mm -hmm. like this mixture it's weird well i just hey get it how you get it and i guess that's what it is right I mean, he, he's living his life, but I think he's a necessary element in music as rap starts to sh- shift hip-hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he's one of the last of the hip-hop Mohicans, mm-hmm. even though he's he's gone so far in his spirit. Mm-hmm. It's his spirit that's in a different place. It's not his words. It's his spirit. Do you think he'll be dying soon? Anybody on this? Nah, <laughs> anybody? Nah. Think, oh. Anybody nah. think they'll try to take him out? Nah. Until he, if you, you know, they killed Malcolm once. Malcolm wanted to make the civil rights movement a human rights movement. Yeah. So recognize the movement, the movement, and the hashtag. Then you'll know whether he'll die or not. <laughs> Well, on that note, any last keep thoughts Kanye about Mr. Alive. Keep Kanye alive? Any last thoughts about Kanye West creator? Yeah, I want to know if this next album come out and it's like graduation two, like, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> nothing but bangers. Does all this go away? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, go on, preach, brother. He said, if Kanye's album is fire, yeah. Will people even care or will they not support him? Well, first off, he needs to come with uh, clarification on the album cover because, hey, creative, you saw he he wanted to put his doctor who performed the surgery to his late mother. He wanted to put the face of the doctor on the album cover. Yeah, that's crazy. And then he gave the audience the opportunity to name the album. Oh, wow. People, that's what it's called. No, Yay versus the People is the single he just released in oh. promotion before the interview. I see. So yeah, and he, I mean, he's seeking forgiveness. You know, that's what he put out after putting the picture and asking the public about a cover uh, title. He was like, "Yeah, I'm searching for. I, I found forgiveness, and you know, love is all." He's on his P Diddy brother love tip right now. 
And there's nothing wrong with that as long as the world allows him to heal oh, they, from all of they, this. They, <laughs> they, <laughs> healing. He's definitely healing because like he said, don't I didn't forget this. He said, you know, the value, I can't say verbatim, but he was just saying money isn't you know, I don't, I don't, it's not like, I'm not here to value money. Like some people value money, but like he values the creative process, learning and things like that. Yeah. So he's, he's showing some values that I don't think people, the moment he mentioned 400 years of slavery, I feel like people forgot about like all the values he was trying to mention, mm-hmm. you know, and I hope they really, uh, grab onto that and not lose sight that like the man is saying like money don't define me yes I'm in debt but I'm not afraid to express that because it's real human mm-hmm. and he had to get over his anxieties yeah it's, uh. it's deep man keep Kanye alive America I don't know if it'll be great again because I don't even know what greatness was if it was built on slavery <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point to make. Very good point to make. (laughs) I guess what I would like people to just know is that we all, if we have to live here on this planet together, we must understand that we're not going to agree with one another, but we have to respect each other and each other's opinions and belief systems. Um, No matter how polarizing or angry their statements get you, you still have to you can still respectfully agree to disagree. And on that note, folks, be sure to join us every Wednesday for Cannabis and Chardonnay. Tonight was our eighth episode. Yay! And we're going to start, I'm going to start doing um, and streaming it on the, my YouTube channel as well. So if you guys want to tune in and watch us, just visit CannabisandChardonnay.com. I'm your girl. She is New Day. Creative, say something to the people. Let them know how they can find you. You can find me at Creative Bully on Instagram and CreativeBully.media. Mega, 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 mega. <laughs> <laughs> Stylus. Yeah, you can find me at TwoStylus.com. Like writing the letter T-O-S-T-Y-L-I-S dot com uh shout out to to new day you know uh on get it done yes new EP now on, on itunes spotify, spotify apple music and then of course you can just go to she is new day.com and also learn about everything there guys oh snap uh, <laughs> he's trying to do something with her life and stuff uh, you know trying to make it like <laughs> <laughs> But we just we just appreciate you guys. Eight episodes in. We're going to keep the party going. And we just hope that you're continued to roll one up, pour your glass, smoke and sip with us as we converse about the shit that's going on in life. And we thank you for your time. Everyone have a beautiful evening. Yeah. Peace, <laughs> peace, peace.